Welcome to the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast here at Georgia Public Broadcasting. Thanks for accessing us however you are doing so. On your favorite podcatcher, use the quotes around the words Football Fridays in Georgia. Close your quotes, hit the magnifying glass. That is how you save us, and that is how you gain access to us every week here at GPB and GPB Media. I am John Nelson, fresh off of our game last week, an exciting game with Archer and Parkview when it came to round two of the 2018 playoffs. Mi compadre, mi amigo. The right-hand man, the legend, Tommy Palmer down there in the borough. What's the word, Tommy? Well, the word is that we are at the Elite Eight, and boy, there are some elite teams in there. Some new faces, some old faces, and uh, many places to be played across the state this weekend, John. All right, how many A's do you want to start with, a lot or not many? Uh, Let's start with a lot. I have it in order today. All right, so let's go with a lot of A's starting off in seven. We've got Lowndes and Grayson going at it. Hillgrove and Milton after Hillgrove survives a game with Walton with a last-second field goal. Milton puts up a 24-3 win over Mill Creek. Grayson wins over Norcross. Lowndes shuts out Westlake. That's the left-hand side of the bracket. What do you think? Well, my main thought is you've got three teams out of one seven a still in the final eight. Yep. Three out of eight's not bad. Colquitt's got uh, North Gwinnett at home. Tift County on the road at Archer. Boy, what a great football game! Ooh. And Lowndes, Lowndes has got their hands full with Grayson, of course, as always. And, and, and one of the surprise teams to me, and a lot of people don't like for me to use the word surprise, but uh, when I thought about who was going to be in the final eight and seven eight, Milton's name didn't come up for me, but uh, Hillgrove also did. But Milton is doing the right thing right now, in my opinion, John. They're playing great at the right time, and that's all you need to do in this 15-week sprint here. And down low right, and the way that the four-year cycle has gone, and this isn't the only class that this has happened, you get a rematch before Game 15 with Colquitt and North Gwinnett. Yeah, and, and, and that is that is amazing to me that that would happen. I would assume it's because uh, North Gwinnett was a lower seed. I, that, that has to be the reason. It was a coin flip, and it's the north end of the bracket that wins. So them both being ones, the, the team at the north end gets it, so it's at the hog pin this week. That is correct. And, uh, boy, won't that place be rocking this weekend? 10,000 people in an 8,000-person uh, <laughs> space, I think. So uh, we got to figure out who the fire marshal is down there in uh, in Colquitt County and in Moultrie to make sure everybody gets in. In 6A, your call final— Call Durwood. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, call Durwood. Exactly. It's it's his it's his uh, announce booth. <laughs> Wayne, Ga- Wayne Grandy's press box, Durwood's announce booth. Okay, so in 6A, and to your point— we have the entirety of Region 1-6A involved with Valdosta playing Decula in Decula, Northside playing Sequoia at Sequoia. And uh, let's see, Sequoia is a two, right? So it's at Sequoia. Coffee mm-hmm. on the road again at Lanier. And then Lee, since they're on the north end of the bracket, Lee and Creekview for what a lot of folks are thinking is the de facto 6A title game. Yeah, and, and the, the thing that amazes me is how 
high Valdosta is right now and how low they have been during the regular season. But uh, they've got a great chance to, to make it into the finals. You know, they're in a good bracket. Northside Warner Robins and Sequoia, what a great game there. Coffee, a very young football team. And uh, Lanier, uh, I, I watched them on TV, a very good football team. But, you know, I, I kind of, you know, tip my hat to you. Uh, Lee County and Creekview, that's got to be a championship-style football game. Not that the others are not a great, you know, great matchups, because they are. Anybody that's playing Thanksgiving Day right now has had a great season and a really good football team, as we say. And I know that it's going to be fun to see the, the motorcycles coming out with Lee County as part of their introduction. Lee County so far has put up 35 and 54 this past week against Effingham County. Creekview put up 38 on Pope and then basically played until tomorrow when they beat Habs Central 65-48. So I think that this is another one of those games that could go all night long. Could, really could, and it, it could be a good one. Lee County, really good on defense, though. 5A. Let's take a peek at the final eight here. It's Bainbridge, Buford, Stockbridge, Carrollton, Dutchtown, and Rome, which will be the game where we are at it on uh, Football Fridays in Georgia. We will be at Dutchtown. First time ever that we will have been at Dutchtown for Dutchtown and Rome. And Warner Robins and Clark Central. And the first thing that popped into my head was Robert Davis and Billy Henderson. Yeah, uh, much the same as mine, John, because Clark Central was one of those teams that just sort of just lay there all year and you didn't really see them coming. And now here we are down to the Elite Eight and you got Clark Central playing Warner Robins last year's runner up. It's amazing. Now, Bainbridge knocks off a very, very talented Wayne County team by seven. Yes. Buford uh, basically quadded Kell, winning 44-11. Stockbridge, we know what uh, Kevin Whitley and the folks in Stockbridge can do, knocking off that uh, the four seed in New Hampstead. Carrollton knocks off Loganville, a team that was around 500 going in. Dutchtown, solid effort, 35 against Harris, 28 against Griffin. Rome had a bit of a, a tough test early on before distancing themselves from Cedar Shoals, 35-3. Warner Robins shut out where 35 nothing yeah uh, a great win for them one of the teams that just has really just amazed me is Bainbridge who at one time was at two and five they've now won five games in a row unfortunately they have to go to Buford but you never know as the old saying goes Stockbridge and Carrollton that's one of those traditional rivalries they know each other really well one of the new teams that just blossomed here this season is Dutchtown and I, I think this is going to be a great game I, I know Rome is heading for um, a, a third straight title but you have to understand this uh, the newness of a Dutch town. They're going to slow the game down and uh, maybe play a little different than most people have ever seen a team play against a Rome. I don't think they're going to try to outscore them, even though that's how you win the game. But I, I just think offensively they're going to slow it down. And uh, it, that's going to be a very interesting game. And, of course, we all know that Warner Robbins is going to throw it all over the park. Mark Hale, Mar and with Mark Hale and uh, Afram, you know that those numbers are going to go high. Quad A, your final eight, Mary Persons and Marist, who seem to be meeting for like the 98th year in a row, Baldwin <laughs> and Cartersville. And on the right-hand side, it's Eastside, who has won the region title at a region four. They want to shoot out with Burke County. Eastside now gets to host Blessed Trinity, and Cairo hosts Trinity. Troop, who put an end to pick in Cinderella season, winning 
That's amazing, isn't it? Uh, Blessed Trinity, the defending champions, now got to go on the road here to Eastside. And, of course, the Cairo Syrup Makers lost their first two football games. And Troop now has got, uh, you like to quote me on this, two days and pack a lunch. Yes. It is a far piece from from Troop down to Cairo, but that's going to be a good football game as well. Marist and Mary Persons, what a championship-style football game. And a contrast in styles. You know that Brian Nelson, no relation, will sling it all around the yard all day long, <laughs> and Marist will be basically take that seven-foot quarter staff, put it between the quarterback's ankle and the A-back, and just let it ride. <laughs> and run. 50 plays right at somebody yes that's going to be a, that's going to be a fun one down there in Forsyth and uh, you want to talk contrast to styles that's going to be the one triple triple a yeah and this is going to be some fun matchups here Pierce and Monroe area down in Blackshear yeah. Benedictine hosting Cedar Grove who has to go on the road Peach who gets Westminster at home in Fort Valley, and Jenkins, who makes it through after knocking off Pike. So Jenkins is the three seed, has to go to the Reeve. You know, that that's amazing with what they've done with this program at Jenkins High School in Savannah. Everybody talks about Benedictine, 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 but there's some really good public school football teams doing well in Savannah, and Jenkins is here yet again. They've got that program going well. Unfortunately, it's no fun to go play at Calhoun. I really think one of the better games is going to be the Pierce County Monroe area. They may be playing next Tuesday. Yes. So when we do this bracket show, we may be <laughs> we may be we'll awaiting results score. from Black. Could year. dial in a score for us. Yes, I'd like to report a score, please. There Pierce and Monroe go. area have nine minutes to go in the third quarter. Yeah, and Benedictine showed some chinks in their defensive armor last week, and I wonder if Cedar Grove can expose them. It's tough to play at Savannah State Stadium with that mass of Benedictine supporters there. And Thanksgiving weekend, come mm-hmm. on, you talking about a festive occasion, that's going to be one. And uh, sh- uh, shout out to Shed Risper, who uh, put up a great season there at Westside Macon as well. Dawson County losing to Monroe area. Jackson, Liberty County, Greater Atlanta Christian, Pike County, and Lovett all bowing out in round two. Double A. And I was getting into this argument with Matt Stewart last week on the Bracketology Show on Facebook Live about the toughest bracket going forward. He, he said quad A. I said double A. Here's your survivors in double A. Fitzgerald and Rabin County, Dublin and Heard County, Jeffco and Rockmart, Waco and Callaway. Yep. I, I, I have to concur with you. Uh, Fitzgerald's nine and three. One of the best nine and three football games ever in Class AA. Unfortunately, they got to play Raven County, who's only lost once. But if you win the Fitzgerald Raven County game, guess what? You've got Dublin or Heard uh-huh. County. That's no day at the beach either. But should you survive that, look at the top right Jefferson County. Very good football team, pound and pound and pound, and Rockmart undefeated. And then, you know, well, let's take a look at the lower right. Waco goes to Brooks, wins. Callaway knocks off Hapeville Charter, the defending champion. I concur, sir. Double A is the toughest bracket to bring the title home.
And Joel Ingram, to break the fourth wall here a little bit, what he, uh, he sent me a couple of texts. One was one of those fancy uh, GIFs that folks will post ever, ever so <laughs> kindly. Yeah. And, it's a, and it's a GIF of Ric Flair strutting in the ring. And then he sends me a text after that. He says, that was the greatest game I've ever been a part of. Yep. Well, he's been a part of many, and I can concur that when you get into one of those games uh, where they're lighting it up and it's not throwing it all over the place. I mean, th these are people who are running the ball. And what a great show put on by the running back there for, for Washington County to pull that one out of the fire. All right, we're going to spend the rest of our time here in Class A, starting on the public side, your final eight in public. Commerce and Irwin, Green County makes it their way through after knocking off Chatcote, but they get Pelham, who beat ECI 40-36, Clinch and Mount Zion, and then... And county neighbors in Sly and Marion going at it in the upper right. Yes, indeed. Commerce goes to Irwin County, the perennial favorite in A as we started the season. Green County 9-2 and two now against Pelham, who's averaging still over 50 points a game. They put up over 40 on ECI last week. Sly and, Mar uh, and Marion's going to be a, a great matchup, and there they are, Clinch County, the dark horse with Mount Zion on the right-hand side of the bracket. The six is a dark horse when we're talking about Clinch. How wild is that? That's wild, but I've got to tell you, this all of these eight teams are really, really good. And the surprise to me was Green County. They came yep. from nowhere. Yep. Now, on the private side, it is Calvary Day, Team 8, after knocking off Holy Innocence 52-12. They get Athens Academy in Athens. Athens Academy beat Mount Vernon 27-13. North Cobb Christian's best-ever season continues after beating Brookstone 2017. They get Prince Avenue and Brock Vandegrift, who beat Wesley in 42-27. So North Cobb goes to PAC. Fellowship Christian survives another shootout against a very, very tough out in Riverside Military 35-28. As Team 7, they now go to Savannah to take on Savannah Christian, who won 14-7. Darlington knocked off Aquinas as Team 6, and they go to Eagles Landing Christian. You know, I've noticed that on one side of the bracket, a lot of points scored. And on the other side of the bracket, a lot of defense. Yep. And, and you've got, you know, both both sides of the ball. And it's just really flip a coin here who's going to win these football games. Because I really feel like, and I'm not just saying this, I really feel like all eight of these teams are pretty well evenly matched. Uh, I, I just think they're very good. Athens Academy, the runner-up last year, we'll just see how they handle Calvary Day. I know all of these teams travel well. That should not be a problem. But I will say this. If the the forecast, the weather forecast for the weekend holds, uh, we may have some chilly, chilly weather on Friday night for Turkey Day festivities this weekend. I'm telling you. And uh, obviously that's my hint to dress warmly. So obviously now I have to promote what we're going to be doing this week. Once again, Roman Dutchtown. That is football Fridays in Georgia in your quarterfinals. All access pass starts at 7 and the kickoff a little after 7.30 on GPB. That is the football Fridays in Georgia podcast. Use the quotes, hit the magnifying glass, and that is how you save us every single week. Thanks for accessing us on GPB. Sean Powers is in charge of the ones and twos. He is producing all of this stuff. Follow along on all your social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. That's a show. We'll see you in the semis.